Thank you for checking out Blog Theater from Happy Living. Blog Theater is Scott Berry's take on a blog post on happyliving.com. Scott is a former NFL draft pick who has turned his talents to screenwriting and performing his critically acclaimed one-man shows Solo Gig Squared and Rise. He is a man of many talents, and we hope you enjoy his burst of inspiration. The title of this latest Happy Living blog to be tested by me, the blog tester, is... Which Character Strength Can You Use to Improve Your Health? By Stephanie Dunn, nutritionist and author. Okay, first of all, what is it with all these questions as titles? I mean, I get it in the theater like, who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? But that's a play, and this is a blog on happyliving.com. I expect to find answers here at happyliving.com. You know, answers to a happy life. Because I'm the one with the questions, a lot of questions about happiness. So answer them for me. Don't ask me to answer my own questions for myself. Just provide me with the cure-all magic blue pill or at least tell me where I can find it so that all of my problems will happily evaporate in a single hearty swallow gulp. Especially as it relates to my health. But no, you, you bloggers, you, you want to talk about character strengths as they relate to that same health. And that makes me think a lot about my health and the power and control I have over it and what kind of character I really have. Like, you know, if I get sick, I have no character. Slightly more if it's only a cold, but much, much, much less character for pneumonia. I had both last year. Pneumonia for the first time ever. So what does that mean? That I'm on a downhill character slide? That I'm characterless? Yes, that was a question that I just might make the title of this rant because all this talk of character and health pushes every single one of my mind-body buttons because, well, it shouldn't. Full disclosure, I'm married to a holistic healthcare practitioner. I've practiced yoga and meditation off and on for some 20 years. I'm constantly exposed to alternative forms of medicine and thinking and the idea that who I'm being has everything to do with my physical health. In fact, my interest in the mind-body, now mind-body-spirit connection started years ago when I was confronted with my first significant health issue, an incurable virus that only haunts me whenever my immune system is compromised, or rather when I compromise my immune system. See, I had a good head start on this blog. But back then, I never thought about my immune system that way, you know, directly related to me and my mind and spirit and character, but more like an acquaintance, full of free will, free to come and go as it pleased. I call those my pre-enlightenment days. Oh, the curse of enlightenment, because now I know better. Now I can't feign ignorance. But thankfully back then I did possess curiosity and perseverance. Numbers one and two on Stephanie's list of character strengths that led me to hunt for a solution, any solution that didn't include pharmaceuticals until all of my searching led me to a book called Perfect Health by Deepak Chopra. And there, I read about the particular mind-body types, you know, our individual constitution, our physical makeup, and what aspects of 
diet and lifestyle can weaken our constitution. You know, things like sugar and caffeine and alcohol and stress and lack of sleep. And as I began to edit these foods and practices from my life, my virus began to wane and only showed up when my mind became turbulent from stress and worry. The virus became the weather vane of my character like a sentry, alerting me whenever I ignored the call of my immunity, calling me to sit in the lawn chair, have a lemonade, and relax. Calling me to pay attention to who I was being. My virus built character in me. And so when I look at Stephanie's list of character strengths, I nod six times to be exact. Curiosity? Yes. Worked for me before. Perseverance, absolutely. Stay with it, don't give up. Optimism, yes, it will get better, especially if I think it will. Gratitude, good point. We've been gifted with these wonderful and intuitive vessels called our bodies and a host of natural foods that are happy to act as elixirs if only we let them. Self-control, absolutely. Even though I would be the first to admit that I struggle with it on occasion, especially when it comes to chocolate chip cookies and working too much. Enthusiasm, yes, 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 yes. But the last one, number seven, Social intelligence is the one that makes Stephanie pause. Me too. Because she doesn't answer this one. I wish she would, you know, the blue pill and all, but I also know that it's perfect that she doesn't. It's perfect because it makes me pause and think for a whole week. How can I use social intelligence to improve my health? I mean, I'm already in the choir of the mind-body-spirit connection. I should have the answer. And for those not in the mind-body-spirit choir, I only ask, how do you explain the physical ache of a broken heart or the butterflies of a nervous stomach? Social intelligence. I'm not even sure I know what that means, like socializing, conversation. Do I have to be social to be healthy? Are social people healthier than, say, anti-social people? To be sure, I Google social intelligence to, quote, tact, common sense, street smarts. Of the three, common sense jumps out the furthest at me, and on cue reminds me of my second significant health issue. Even after reading Deepak's Perfect Health and embracing my first character virus, there came a time when I stopped living in the world and began living in my world. I'd stopped socializing, you know, stopped doing things like hanging out with my buddies or going to parties or even just randomly engaging people in the world out there, which I've always loved to do. I've always been the annoying guy who chats you up in line at the bank or the grocery store. But I became surly and bitter and turned inward, feeling sorry for myself day after mounting day, a self-induced color of blue. And that's when I got sick again. This time my mind and body and spirit so depleted by me that my body refused to function in one of the happiest of ways. I had drained my body of its last line of immune defense and it refused to budge unless I listened. 
And so, initially driven more by fear than character, though the first is entirely capable of arousing the second, I thought body first and made dietary changes, more green leafy vegetables and lean meats. I started playing basketball again, endorphins and adrenaline. I started getting outside and spending some time in the sun with this precious serum of serotonin and vitamin D, and it worked to a degree, but something was still missing. I realized that I would only survive if I reconnected with other human beings in a meaningful way. And so I began reaching out to friends and attending parties and engaging strangers in conversation, healing not just my body and my mind, but my spirit. Which makes me wonder, are social people healthier, happier? Is that the real definition of social intelligence? I'm not going to try and answer those questions for anyone but myself. That feels presumptuous. Maybe it's best for everyone to answer for themselves, but I can honestly say that human interaction, conversation, collaboration is not only a social intelligent thing for me to do, but a healthy thing for me to do. So thanks, Stephanie Dunn, nutritionist and author, for the question and the reminder of the eternal link between character and health. Thank you for listening to Blog Theater from Happy Living. If you enjoyed this performance, please leave us a kind review. To read the inspiration for this episode of Blog Theater, go to happyliving.com backslash blogtheater.